Hey, TRB fans, this episode is presented by Star Wars Card Trader by Tops Digital Collectibles app. Collect and trade digital collectibles, including exclusive Mandalorian episodic content. Download the app and relive every moment from the new Disney Plus series, as well as the entire Star Wars saga, including Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker, on your quest to collect your favorite heroes, villains, weapons, spacecraft, and more. The app recently relaunched with a new user experience, new features like Workbench, which is a collectible trade-in function, revamped trading flow, newly added trade lists, wish lists, and a set completion tracker, which were all big asks of the community. To celebrate the relaunch, Card Trader released a much-anticipated, brand-new, Kylo Ren-inspired set, aptly titled, I'll Show You the Dark Side, which includes amazing types of never-before-seen collectibles. Star Wars Card Trader by Tops is available worldwide for free download and can be found in both the iTunes App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. I'm John. How are you? Thanks so much for joining us today. The season of Star Wars is here, and we are getting very close to the rise of Skywalker. We are 17 days away from the movie hitting theaters on December 19th in the U.S. Um, I know the advertisements say December 20th. But we know better than that. We know it always opens on Thursday. Come on, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. As always, James and Lacey are here with me. Um, for you know, I hope everyone out there had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you're, uh, you know, not too upset being back at work or school or wherever you are. But we're here to make you feel better about that. Um, so, um, James, Lacey, did you guys have a, a good holiday? How uh, how'd your Thanksgivings and your your Black Fridays and, and your weekends go. I know we hung out on Friday doing the Mando Fan Show, but other than that, how was it? Thanksgiving was good. Got together with some family uh, down in Cincinnati. Um, had the pink stuff. Gotta love, <laughs> gotta love that. Um, and then uh, not really any Black Friday shopping. Uh, my cousin, or not my cousin, my nephew went out. I was calling him Cousin Ryan all day because my son, you know, so... But yeah, he went out um, and did some shopping. Uh, you know, he left at like 10 p.m. or something like that. So he got the experience. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Good Thanksgiving was good. Loved it. Had more turkey today. Nice. I skipped Black Friday. It gives me anxiety. I went out yeah. one year and I almost got into a fist fight. Well, I didn't. This other lady did because I got the last Keurig coffee maker. And then this other lady started fighting with me about an Xbox and the guy at Target was like, I have one in the back. I'll just get it for you. I was like, thanks. Wow. <laughs> this was like five <laughs> years ago. But ever since then, I was like, never again. So I did all my shopping sure. online. Now, you did send some photos of some beverages to our Patreon Discord server. <laughs> uh, I did. So you, you had a few cocktails on Thanksgiving. I did. I Feeling had whiskey good. sours for the first time. Yeah, I had a few seasonal beers uh, myself. It was good. I've never had one of those before. It was a new experience for me. Yeah, those aren't bad. Um, sometimes the sour gets my stomach a little upset, but the whiskey is good, so there you go. Well, um, last year I got drunk off uh, 
Moscow mules, so I had to switch it up. <laughs> and James is just like pink stuff all day, every day. Yeah, it all day. does not sound fun what you guys are talking about. Um, you know what does sound fun, James? You were it's on TV a, a week ago yesterday. A week ago yesterday. Uh, was I? Did you guys see something? Yes. So, you were. So there's this thing called the American Music Awards, which I've never heard of before. <laughs> Super casual. I doubt James was ever nominated for one because they don't seem to be a very heavy metal driven award show. Um, uh, I went to the AMAs, though. He I went w- to I the AMAs. But now Dang. he was in a commercial during the AMAs. James, why don't you tell everybody uh, what, what happened if they didn't see it yet? They can probably see it online now, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, so I guess I guess you could say ahead of time I I, I kind of knew you know we were reached out to and they said hey we gotta we gotta be able to have permission to use this clip. Um, oh, what are you guys gonna use it for? Can't <laughs> tell you. It was just one of those things. Right. Uh, the best I got was that they said it was gonna be some sort of uh, promotional thing for Rise of Skywalker and that it was going to be aired Sunday uh, on ABC. And I was like, Sunday on ABC. Oh, the AMAs are that night. Makes perfect sense. So we all were tuned in for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it went by in like half a second. But regardless, it was just a, um, a really cool experience. Just, you know, my Twitter was blowing up like, oh, my gosh. And I even had, you know, I've talked about these people before, but like I got I got friends at work, Josh. Bullard, you know, was like, hey, uh, I was just watching the AMAs because I was watching them, <laughs> you know, like my <laughs> wife was watching them. I was doing dishes. I hear the uh, I don't know if he said that specifically, but he's like, I hear Star Wars comes on. So I walked into the room and I'm just watching the thing and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> right. a cool story. Uh, right. Just even people, you know, that know me in person, you know, were like, what the heck? I just saw right. you on TV. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Now, did you on Thanksgiving uh, replay it for relatives and stuff? No, nope, not once. No, I would have, I would have, I would have revolved the entire meal about my appearance. <laughs> of course, you would. <laughs> no, uh, <I'm> yeah. <laughs> I think the best, the most I did Everybody is I sent it to up. like <laughs> some coworkers. I was like, "Here it is, if you want to check it out." You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. That dude, that is so cool. I mean, me and Lacey were a little jealous, I'll admit, but it's funny, like. Um, on our on our Discord server, I went to our main chat and I was like, I "Think I'm gonna watch the AMAs this Sunday." And people yeah. were like, and he goes into the other one, and just our chat, and he's like, "James, if you want to say anything," and James is like, "I'm up. not supposed to say." Yeah, anything. I was like, "Oh yeah." I was I like, if we if we let it out that you know there's some sort of connection that there's something some new trailer coming out Sunday then that's kind of like <laughs> leaking information to a yeah. degree. And I was like, I don't even want to mess with it. So <laughs> then it just like, hangs uh. out there. It just hangs out there and people are like, all right. <laughs> Big Taylor <laughs> Swift guy. <laughs> like, I think like way later, someone was like, I guess that makes sense why John wanted to watch the AMAs. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, James, I set you up, man. You spike at home. And he's like, dude, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, See, I don't really know that I'm supposed to be talking well, about it, but. All right, that's uh, that's pretty much all we got here. Um, unless you guys, you have anything else going on? Actually, um, I also got invited to something. <laughs> what? I got invited to, and some may know because I did it last time for the 
uh, Last Jedi, but there is a global press conference in LA, and I will be going to that uh, to be hanging out and seeing all the stuff that they're all the toys and merchandise and connections and things like that with with all how they're marketing the movie and uh, get to sit in on a, a panel with the cast and maybe some other stuff too. I think um, there's a, there's a chance I might get to sit like kind of in a round table with Chris Terrio. So we'll see how that goes. I I, wow. I don't know. I don't Dang. know. That is so awesome, man. So when uh, when do you leave for L.A.? Uh, I leave for L.A. tomorrow night. All right. Tuesday. Are you going to okay. do like a I'm on the way sort of thing like last time? Or you don't want to reveal that yet to our fans? Uh, I mean, I, th- I think so. I think I'll I mean, I always want to kind of do as much content as I can, but I also kind of want to make it like make sense. Like, yeah, I could do a video like still on the way, still on the way. Hey, I landed, but I'm still going there. Like, I, or I could just <laughs> put all that together, you know, so we'll see how yeah. it all turns out what we want to come up with. But uh, last time it was a big experience uh, and I'm excited to go again for sure. Yeah, I'm That's make so sure. Exciting. Yeah, congrats on that. And um, I know you're going to do some awesome coverage. Um, I'm curious what interactive stuff you're going to be able to do this time like you did last time. But make sure you guys go to uh, our YouTube channel. If you're watching now, it's right on this channel. Uh, James is going to put together a pretty awesome video, I'm sure, of uh, his experience going there and being there. So to kind of like bring you along for the ride with him. So uh, that's cool. Um, So is that it? (laughs) No. I'm trying to be like cool and smooth right now and it's not going to happen with this. Uh, Guys. What? I am going to the world premiere of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker in LA. What? (laughs) Get out of here. Yes. Holy cow. Uh, Yeah. Wow. That's that's incredible. Uh, Congratulations. I know. Thank you. (laughs) Like red carpet? Yeah. This Holy is so cow. uncool. John, yeah. you're coming with me. Yeah, I'm going too. <laughs> um, now I wanted to do the, but wait, there's more. <laughs> I am not smooth at all. This yeah. was the worst. I probably should have started that one. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, yes, guys. So yeah, James is going to the, the global press conference. And then after that, Lacey and I are going to the world premiere of uh, The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if we can say when the date is yet. I don't know if they want us doing nope. that. But we can say that we're going. So we're very excited about that. Um, and we'll give you guys more details on, on that, uh, when we can, but, um, yeah, just really excited. And I want to thank, uh, obviously Val, um, Star Wars Newsnet for, uh, the opportunity for trusting General us, Val. To, General Val, for trusting us to represent the site, uh, uh, via the podcast and, uh, the, the YouTube channel and everything we're doing over there. Um, and of course, thank you to, uh, Disney and, uh, Lucasfilm for, for inviting us to these events, um, and, uh, I take pride in that because I think, you know, we do professional polished coverage and um, we do things the right way. And um, I appreciate uh, the acknowledgement and all that stuff. So thank you. Uh, but we do have a podcast, guys. So we are going to get into that. And yeah. again, like I said, we'll give you more details on all that stuff later. Uh, kind of glad to get it off our chest. But now it's time to talk about Star Wars with you guys. And we do that on our Monday show in the Resistance Report. So James, there's obviously a lot going on, so let's try to rip through this stuff. It's the resistance. 
That's exactly it, John. Tons and tons and tons of stuff coming out. Um, you're going to notice as we get through the resistance report, there's going to come a, a time when we're just like, we don't even know what's going on anymore. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. John's like, we cover it the best way possible. And we're like, we're lost. <laughs> there's so <laughs> much stuff out there. Revoke. But, uh, yeah. yeah, let's try to hit the main points. Um, you know, they did this big, like, uh, Good Morning America thing where it was, you know, J.J. Uh, Abrams and Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and stuff. And one of the main things that came out of that was a new clip, 30 seconds of footage uh, from The Rise of Skywalker, the first time we ever saw a clip. Lacey, I'm going to go to you first on this one. What did you think of this clip? Uh, did it work? Are you feeling it? So the clip was pretty straightforward, and it and it was very like every other Star Wars chase scene, like... We've found the fugitives and then they run after them and then they shoot at them. But I loved how they made it humorous with C-3PO and Poe and Finn talking about like the stormtroopers having jetpacks. And they're like, oh, they fly now. And they're like, they fly now. But other than mm-hmm. that, like it just seemed like everything we've seen so far, we've seen so many clips of this scene specifically in the trailers and the teasers and the TV spots. So it wasn't like surprising, but it was mm-hmm. nice to see a little humor in there. Yeah. John, did you like the clip? I, I did. I enjoyed it. Um, I tried to focus on the, the music because it was our true first taste of John Williams' music for episode nine because he doesn't do the music for the trailers and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, And all the TV spots have been using callbacks to old themes. This was like, this, no, this is episode nine music. Uh, so I thought that was cool. The clip... Uh, I enjoyed because of the levity involved in it. Uh, the, there's a lot of humor there. And I feel like every time we're going into a Star Wars movie, especially in this era where trailers are always supposed to be very dramatic and heavy, uh, and this is the last one, so everyone's like, who's going to die and stuff? And then you just get this punched in the face with some old school Star Wars humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that. It reminded me of Return of the Jedi, uh, Jabba's sail barge. Like you, They're surrounded by sand. They're on these moving little skiffs and... They're bantering, and then you got stormtroopers getting launched like they're on seesaws upside down. Uh, <laughs> I, I I thought it was fun, and Ray using her blaster reminded me of TFA when she first shoots the stormtrooper, and she gets that look on her face like she she likes it. Um, so I I thought it was a fun, cool clip. Um, and who knows what what's going on around that scene? But I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. I yeah, I love the scene, John. You brought up a, a good point. I have to go back and listen to the music that oddly enough didn't even ever occur to me to think about. Um, but the clip itself, I, I loved uh, how aggressive Ray is like as she wasn't even like hesitating at all. Bam, 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 bam. I mean, she was like pulling the trigger like crazy and on like, you know, a rewatch, like close notice, those things have uh, like shields on them because she's hitting them. She's not missing. She's hitting them and they're getting deflected off the front. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. The other thing too, uh, yeah, I love the the humor in it. That was, that was hilarious. I laughed out loud and it was interesting too, like the, the writing, uh, you know, like I was just talking about Chris Terrio, th- that's intelligent writing. Like he used the same line three times delivered to, oh, they fly now. They fly now. They fly now. And yeah. you get like <laughs> right. three different perspectives of the same right. sentence. And it's like, that's that's clever writing. Um, uh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, the the okay, we've saw these things at Celebration, right? And we've seen mm-hmm. clips of them like moving around and stuff. And we saw there were... Uh, jet troopers, I guess, in an earlier trailer, but the 
the surprise of of it launching off um you know I, the people that i've talked to were that was like their go-to thing you know it wasn't even the humor it seemed mm-hmm. like it was like i was like whoa you know when that mm-hmm. happened and i i felt the same way i uh i was surprised by that and that's what i think i want most in the rise of skywalker i want to go in and be like okay i think i have this whole thing pieced together and i'm not talking about like you know ryan johnson's expectation things i'm talking about just like just general surprises like boom that explosion was bigger than i thought you know the this scene is yeah. funnier than i thought you know and stuff like that right. not um not like a big like uh swing or you know in a different direction or anything like that mm-hmm. but no i uh i loved this the the clip and uh it really gave me high hopes you know for the movie which i'm trying to keep my bar a little i'm i'm trying to it's getting tough <laughs> yeah yeah. Um so speaking of of clips, you know, we just uh, we got done. I was in that AMA thing, but why don't we why don't we talk about that just as a whole? That James, whole can you thing that can came you re, together. Re, re, real quick. Just um it might take re- a long time. Real quick. But can you reenact your appearance on the uh, <laughs> AMA clip real quick? There it is. There it is. And that's why you have to watch the podcast because you get that kind of see the people from oh, home are geez. like, I don't know what just happened, but I did did I even go. say anything? No, you just went No. You just oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, right. Yeah. So our audio listeners, know. yeah, it's just James being very excited. Yeah. I was like, if I said anything, it was just like, whoa. Like that yeah, was it. Right. Do you remember what part um, that was? I bet I mean I bet you could just go Oh, actually you know what was odd about that? <laughs> I looked at the picture in the bottom to see what section it was, and I was like, I didn't have a reaction to that image. I was going to say. So yeah. it must have been the image right before it, and I was still like processing what I just saw, and it clicked away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it, it, that was really cool. But th- like I said, let's talk about the whole thing real fast, because... Uh, while people were tweeting me and saying, Hey, it was great seeing you. I was still seeing a lot of like, I was emotional. I'm not crying, you know, and all this about this, uh, thing that was, um, supposed to be a, this is the cultural impact of star Wars. And we just want to remind people how big of a deal it really is that, you know, it exists and we're getting ready to finish that story um, with a wink of like, that's why you got to come to the theater, you know? Right. Um, John, let's talk about this real quick. What did you think of the uh, the clip? So are you talking about the AMA clip that you were involved in? Or are you talking about the one that has the return of a certain character clip? There's two. There's two yeah. nostalgic clips. Yeah. I think he's talking about the one where they took clips from other movies and stuff that reference Star Wars. He's talking the AMA one. Yeah, the AMA yeah clip. Okay. All right. So, yeah, the AMA featurette, I mean, I I liked it, but it didn't it didn't make me like emotional really. I was surprised that it didn't um as much as like the for that the trailer did um with the music and stuff, but um, I like the whole, you know, walk down memory lane thing, and I don't necessarily recall everything that was in it. Um, 
But Lacey usually knows these clips better than I do, so maybe I'll defer to her. <laughs> I do like the whole, you know, it started here and all that stuff, but I feel like there's been so many of these, and a lot of them are the same ones, but like twisted and bent and stuff sprinkled on top of it that um, I feel like I've I feel like I've seen it. Like I feel like I'm watching a, a very I feel like I'm watching a trailer for like Empire of Dreams, but they're adding newer stuff to the end. Like I don't know if that's that makes sense, but I'd, Lacey probably has a better take on this one than me. So uh, I agree with John. I liked the reel that they put out this past week with which was from Celebration that they updated for this week. With the bloopers and yeah. Right. So the AMA one that came out was like the cultural relevance of Star Wars and what it means to so many people with like clips from Arrested Development where she's like, go see a Star War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. people buying toys and people going to movies and, you know, all the news anchors throughout time, like Roger Ebert talking about it and stuff. Um, It's really cool to see that, you know, Star Wars is more than a movie. It's like a cultural pop culture phenomena that's like just been going on forever um, and that this movie is kind of the lead up of all of that, which I'm sure obviously Star Wars isn't just ending after that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I thought it was super cool. Obviously, it was really, really cool to see James. I was like number one James fan. Big sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was super pumped to see him in there. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you, John. I didn't have the emotional reaction that I had to the one that came out later this week. Uh, this past week around Thanksgiving or the night of Thanksgiving, which was it was literally the reel they showed at Celebration, which was the one that you guys didn't see. It was only played in the room. I almost turned it off because I was like, oh, I've seen this. Yeah, no, they only played I was like, this it is, in this the says panel. It's new and yeah. we've seen this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So they played it in the room at the panel. And I remember when I was watching it, the first clip of it is like, a blooper with uh, Alec Guinness and Mark Hamill. And then specifically like Harrison Ford was like really casual in it, which is like adorable Mm -hmm. to see. And he's like joking around with the camera guy. I remember watching the reel and thinking, oh, John's going to love this because Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, they get into Carrie and stuff and not as many new clips. I think they pulled clips from the movie once it's been edited and added it in. But they only Mm -hmm. had a couple clips, which like it was Ray, Poe and C-3PO looking out of the cave and then... Uh, Kylo Ren standing on top of yeah in the desert yeah yeah that those were like the only clips they really showed but I remember how emotional I got that day watching it because they had so much carry footage that I started crying and then that's when they put the camera in my face at the panel to which you then see me on the live stream two seconds later Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's what I remember that from this new one they added way more footage to it and it was just one of those things that we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago about like the legacy with uh, Mark Newbold and saying goodbye to these people. And I think that's why I had such an emotional reaction, because despite what people say online, because I know people are like, oh, the old actors are out. Sequel trilogy people are in. So many people, including myself, have grown up with these people. And it's part of like who I am as a person. It's hard to say goodbye to these people and it's bittersweet. So I think it's similar to what you had, John, with that. C-3PO saying like one last look at my friends like that's how I felt about it I was like I don't want to say goodbye to these people because I shouldn't have to (laughs) or or Hamill in the first teaser saying we'll always be with you right but seeing Mark Hamill as young Mark Hamill in that clip talking about how I hope it's going to become a thing and oh we you know we just made this to have fun and if it comes becomes something it becomes something and not the kind of like 
really lovely innocence from Mark Hamill at a young age being like, oh, maybe something will come of this. And he just has no idea the impact it's going to have on so many people. It's just like really emotional. And what's funny about part of the, uh, uh, maybe I'm mixing up my clips, but one of those interviews with a younger Mark Hamill, it's definitely him during the production of Empire. And he's saying, if this doesn't work out, that's it. So right. even during Empire, they were still like, as successful as Star Wars was, this is still like, this isn't the smoothest production. George is self-funding this. Like, right. we're filming scenes outside of our hotel in Norway, which is Hoth. Like, they they cut <laughs> corners and stuff. So, like, people think there was just this rosy ride after, like, the first Star Wars. And it just, it wasn't. It was very, like, rough neck, cutting corners, getting things done. And him saying that, like, if this doesn't work out, like, this that's pretty much it. And imagine it just being... You know, Star Wars and its <laughs> sequel. And then that was right. you know, so interesting it, to yeah. think about that. A lot of people don't. And, you know, that's fine. You don't have to be a Star Wars historian or anything. But I, I, that stuff always interests me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then the second clip is the one that you were referring to with footage of the new movie, which has yeah. an individual in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that real quick. There has been a lot of speculation over whether or not we were going to see Ewoks in The Rise of Skywalker, considering we know for a fact that that Death Star went down near around Endor, somewhere in that vicinity. (laughs) In in the system. Yeah. Is there any chance that we'll actually see Ewoks? And uh, I, 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 you gotta, you know, Disney knows what they're doing, right? They showed us a clip of uh, Warwick Davis reaching up and grabbing his new Ewok wicket helmet thing, you know? Yeah. Full, like, in costume, and you're thinking, ah, that could be an old clip, but you just look at him, you're like, no, that's current, that's today Warwick Davis, you know? Uh, I don't know if they're later gonna come out and be like, oh, that was for, like, a a parade or a special thing we were doing or something, but, like, no way, right? This has gotta be for the film. Um... Yeah. So I guess that means at least that they filmed scenes with the, a return of Wicket. So let's talk yeah. about this. John, you're up. So, yeah, first of all, there's two masks there and they both look like they're Wicket masks. So I don't know if there's variations or they were trying on different ones and that was his costume test or whatever. But sure. it's clearly it's clearly, you know, 46 year old Warwick Davis, not 11 year old mm-hmm. Warwick Davis. So it is without a <laughs> doubt current. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that some people glossed over. They're like, oh, they look because they snuck it in there because they were showing a lot of old clips and stuff. It and was then like, quick. Yeah. Then like, bing, that. But yeah, so Wicked coming back. I know that was a big it was like sort of rumored, I guess, but a big wish list thing. People wanted to see that ever since they heard that maybe the Death Star 2 wreckage is near, you know, Endor. Um, it's in this ocean planet, Kef Beer, which is in the Endor system. Mm-hmm. So maybe he hitches a ride and he shows up there or maybe we go back to Endor for some reason. Um, you know, obviously the Vader mask was burnt there and it was recovered from there. So maybe that's, you know, we see Endor for some reason, but I, I, I love it. Uh, I, you know, Warwick Davis was going to be in this movie and why not him play a, a character that people love him playing the most, um, Wicket, uh, the first, arguably the, f- the first really cute Star Wars character, um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I just think it's wonderful. I don't think it's just going to be a, oh, there's Wicket walking by in the background. I think maybe he'll like have a few minutes in this movie, and that makes me really excited. He has the um, same scene as Chopper, like yeah, yeah, Rogue just a, One. <laughs> like it's just, it just 
just yeah. barely on the end of the <laughs> side of yeah, the screen. Right, right. Um, I'd be curious to see if they figure out a way to have him interact with Leia again. I think that'd be kind of interesting, but uh, that's too big of a hope, though that would be yeah. very satisfying, if I may. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only way I could see that being possible is if, like, because that clip they used is, like, Maz, like, kind of hand lifting up and handing, you know, would yeah. be kind of interesting, you know, if to it was, see They that replace it with somehow. Wicket's hand? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, somehow yeah. handing, like, a spear or something, to, or Han's medal. <laughs> yeah. She, like, takes it and then, like, puts it away. I don't know. Um, yeah, I... I you know, I, I, I think you're right, John. I think you might be right on the, the only way we see Wicket is a flashback of how that helmet got picked up because I don't think there's any reason for Wicket the Ewok to be on the, the next planet over. Um, yeah. And I think that that helmet has a bigger part of this story, you know, cause we've seen multiple trailers now where, um, I mean this figuratively and literally Kylo puts that thing on a pedestal and <laughs> it's somehow relevant True. to the story. So we yeah. gotta, we, we might actually see, you know, a flashback of him going down to get it and what that was like. And maybe, maybe Kylo Ren Han Solo's Ewoks. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely imagine, not. imagine he does that, and then they're like, and then JJ's like, but I'm still gonna figure out a way to redeem him. That's how no good. No way. No <laughs> way. Just killing teddy bears for 20 minutes. Absolutely not. Oh man. What are you talking about? That guy's not getting redeemed. <laughs> Chief <laughs> Chief Wicket. Um, they're gonna triple down on his villainous. I wonder. All right. Well, Lacey has to give her take on this deal before I start talking about Ewoks like flying ships and stuff, but. Well, I mean, you guys have pretty much said everything there is to say about Wicket and how Wicket could possibly be in the movie from this one quick second clip of him mm -hmm. reaching up and touching a mask. But there were plenty of other things going on. Can we talk about Ooh. the other teasers and trailers and TV spots and stuff? Absolutely. So this, as I alluded on. to before, um, mm -hmm. there have been so many uh, TV spots Mm -hmm. And and trailers and international trailers and behind the scenes everything that we're kind of getting to that point where we're like I don't even remember what when this aired or what this was. Um, there's <laughs> clips you know with space monsters and stuff. I'm like let's just let's just open up. Let's just talk about some of the things that we may or may not have seen you know from these things and uh, uh, discuss them a little bit. So Lacey, let, let's go ahead and start with you on this. Like what's what's one of these clips that you've uh, been drawn to or was most interested in. I don't want to hear this, so let me know when you're done talking about it. I don't want to be spoiled. Says the guy that has seen these things. <laughs> I didn't hear what she said. What'd she say? Oh my gosh, she's being ridiculous. All right, okay. so there is the TV spot called Duel, which plays Duel of the Fates in it, which everybody was freaking out about, including myself. Uh, because mm -hmm. weeks ago, I kind of jokingly put Duel of Fates over a bunch of shots of Kylo and Rey fighting, and here it was actually in an official TV spot. So they're clearly going for that nostalgia, prequel, Star Wars fans, 
hey, remember this type thing. Um, I know that in the beginning of the TV spot is when they bring Palpatine back in. And that clip sounded like Ian McDermott now. Definitely older, wouldn't you say, John? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a weird line. It it did read weird. What was it? It was like the word of... I, it, and they lived happily Here, I, ever I have it after. verbatim. <laughs> this is the end of the movies that we're making from Disney. You should come to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was like, that's too on the nose. This Mr. is the Palpatine. end of the story of the Skywalkers. Of the Skywalkers, or yeah. <laughs> the end yeah. of it's, Skywalker. It's, it's Palpatine, like by a fire, reading like a book. <laughs> I know. He, now he's drink like your warm an milk and Disney. go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we're seeing more of Rey and Kylo fighting. We're seeing more of Basana. Um, the Jedi mind trick was in one of the TV spots, which I don't think oh, it was that, that one. That bothered me for some it reason. It did bother me a little bit, too. I think we're getting into the territory of, like, you're showing a little bit too much, JJ. Roll it back a little bit. Uh, now, we gotta, now we got a fake laugh when we see it because we're going to honor that it's funny, but we're going to be like, oh, yeah. 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 Where she's like, what did she say? Oh, we're supposed to be here. Yeah. And he goes, oh, has and foe. Uh, foe. 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 <laughs> is that the <laughs> ship? Is that what the ship <laughs> no, is called? No. No. Huh. Uh, poe goes, oh, has she ever done that to us? I yeah. agree. It was one of those moments that you would have laughed in the theater and you're like, uh, uh-uh. unless they cut it out, they might have cut it out. Um, what else? A lot of Kylo shots, like looking at the camera, stomping around. The big shot, though, that everybody's been talking about is the monster shot, which was in a Chinese trailer, um, which I honestly think that they put this in there because people... From China and Japan, they love monster movies. So this is something that if it's not registering with that Chinese audience, they're going to throw in something that would, which would be a gigantic monster. Yeah. That or a gigantic robot. We may or may not be able to get you to come see the Star Wars movie, but we're going to remind you that we put a little bit of Godzilla in there for you. Right. There's a big monster. Yeah. (laughs) And it's got that Stranger Things vibe to it because it has like the pointy like three points to it. It almost looks like a Stranger Things monster. It looks like it's from Dune, actually. With yeah. the piercer things. But then Poe's flying the Falcon. Denny Villeneuve's Dune. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. But yes, yeah, so that's why I don't know if you guys said anything else to add. It. It's just a lot. And I noticed that uh, a lot of people are started to say, hey, I'm logging off till after the movie because at this point it's just it's too much. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm looking, skimming through that right now. That uh, the Chinese clip, because someone brought up a point. I think it was Grant because he wrote up the article in Star Wars News that typically China gets the movie a lot later, and I think this one is opening right around the time we're getting it. They're getting um, it the twentieth. Yeah. So yeah, the same official day. Um, that's showing that you know, there Disney is still really trying to build up uh, fandom for. Star Wars in China and right. uh, Asia in particular, um, which it's always been f- so far behind because they didn't get Star Wars until like the 90s. Right. Um, it just wasn't there. And it wasn't like the day and age where you can be like, I'm going to sh- stream a VPN. It was, no, we literally do not have the physical copies, so we can't watch Star Wars. Right. Um, and, you know, it is important to rely on that international box office because um, you can have a movie do decent in the, in the U.S., but... If you can get that equal return 
uh, you see the difference. Look at Endgame compared to like the Force Awakens. Even like Force Awakens was still is still king in in the U.S. and stuff, but Endgame just slaughtered because it just did so well internationally. And Star Wars right. just never had that. So you know, it's not like a new thing because of uh, the new movies. It's just it's never really been the case. Um, but yeah, these I mean these clips are interesting to me. They are getting me excited. But I also just want to caution for people. I do agree what Lacey said. If you know you want to be careful and get on social media, I understand that. But just also remember who's authorizing what's being shown, and mm-hmm. it's it's this guy right here, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> he he's he is showing you and allowing to be shown what he wants to be shown. Um, I know Disney, you know, may push him and be like, "We got to show this because we want to get more fans in." He's like, "All right, I'll give you." Uh, Wicket. Put that, put that in the behind-the-scenes reel, though. You can't show him in the movie because uh, that'll give it away. So there, I'm sure there's a back and forth on what they allow to be shown, but he has earned the capital to make these types of decisions. He was in charge of the trailer cuts. Uh, like at Celebration, he had three cuts. He picked one of them. That's Not all directors get to do that kind of thing, but... If you make, if you bring Star Wars back and not only do that, you make the biggest movie of all time, box office at the time, uh, it's, um, you get that kind of respect and, and um, leash and, and trust from the studio. So JJ is um, showing us what he wants us to see. I am more confused than ever by this footage, honestly. Like I tweeted, like, I feel like I'm watching clips from 10 different movies in one. Like there's right. so much going on. I don't know where it all fits. So I feel like the more I see, the more I'm confused, even though I'm seeing more shots. So I'm okay um, with that. But I just want to you know, urge you know, people, if you are seeing TV spots, I know the whole Ray red lightsaber thing from TLJ upset a lot of people at the time. But think about how little of a deal that was when it came out. It's like, oh, she had that for like two seconds. So mm-hmm. you may see something be like, oh my God, I can't believe that was revealed. It may not be a big deal. Like, I don't even think Dark Ray is going to be a big deal either for that reason. So... Um, just enjoy the ride. It's almost here. And then after that, and we may not get this kind of hype again for a big star Wars movie. So just, uh, I say embrace it, enjoy it. And, um, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that whole, uh, the clip with the emperor where he says the line about like, this is the end of the sky of oh, this is the end of Skywalker or whatever. Do you, what do you think that does for that whole theory of Ray will take the name Skywalker? Nothing, because Palpatine has, is usually quite wrong in his egotistical proclamations. Um, was that your right. theory, John, that she's going to take the name? I had said that in my pitch for the episode nine stories we did. I said mm. that at the end, um, a, a Padawan, it'll be a time jump. We'll talk about that Thursday. We'll come up to Ray. <laughs> And be and be and be. Uh, you'll you'll see Ray, and you'll hear from the distance a Padawan say, "Master Skywalker," and Ray will turn around, and it'll just be because huh. not because she is a Skywalker, because she would have taken the name. I thought that would have been interesting, but got it. Yeah, because there was something about um, not just also that Ray taking the name Skywalker, but also Ray taking the name Skywalker as the new name of like the new Jedi or whatever. I, yeah, I heard I that know, just, theory too. Yeah. Something something about when he said that, I just immediately was like, oh, well, that's squashed. I guess it's not necessarily because Ray could have taken the name Skywalker before confronting the Emperor, you yeah. know? And then she's like, I am Ray Skywalker. And then he's like, well, this is the end of the Skywalker then, you know, or something. I don't know. 
it just seemed to me like it was it or was more he could focused say, around he could say it's the end and then because she defeats him and it's not the end that's when she takes the name like he right. could say like oh this is it and she's like no it's not yeah, yeah. or just it could be odd about the definitive you know a situation that, where but. he was harping on uh, Kylo Ren and it and he turns on him and he's like well this is going to be the end of the Skywalkers and I've had enough trying to reel you people in like I'm just going to wipe you out now <laughs> right you know <laughs> you won't go just away so of, yeah <laughs> I thought I had you under control and now I I'm lightning that Skywalker <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um my real name's Solo. You're still a Skywalker. Blah. <laughs> persistently led him on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. One dude for like 20 years led him on. Um, yeah. But uh, now one other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick, and this isn't even on the show notes, but the John Boyega, she's changed tweet. What do you guys think of that? So bring me up to speed. What's the deal? It was a shot of him and Jana sitting on, well, he's sitting. I think he got like blown back or something sitting on the Death Star 2, the fight area with the rain mm-hmm. pouring, and he's yeah. looking at into the vicinity of Rey and Kylo fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even before that, there there was a clip from a trailer where he was running yeah. up and towards saying, there, yeah. and you see Jonna right behind him, and he goes, Rey! And so you think he's, he's running to Rey, right? That's the mm-hmm. direction he's heading. Now we see a clip of him laying on the ground and Jonna like, like also like, holding him up or whatever. And his, you know, subtext to this or this uh, subtitle was she's changed. Oh, I know what me. What? I think I know what happens. Go for it. Finn tries to get involved and Ray uses the force to shove him out of the way. So Kylo Ren can't kill him. And he may take it as though she was aggressive against him or something. Right, but she uses the force to like push him force out of the way him. this time. Yeah. It's so that so the forest thing doesn't happen again where Finn gets sliced up. Um, mm. I think it was more of like yeah, get him out of getting out of the way using her powers and maybe he f- like got Jean Grey vibes or something. You know, like X Men when she like kind of her powers get too much. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. that that maybe it's something like that. I don't think like that's. I feel like people are t- like playing the dark Ray thing too much. I really don't think it's going to be a big part of this movie. If that's yeah, where you were thinking. I, I agree, but yeah. I I do think that because I saw your tweet and I was like, that is interesting. I, it's it was just the first thing that pops in my head, and I even said in the tweet, I'm like, no, that can't be. It doesn't make any sense because you know where we see Dark Ray, and we've seen Ray in this specific spot. So y- you're probably right in reality, but I just wanted to throw it out there because I thought, you know, I think that's what John Boyega is trying to maybe hint at, mm-hmm. just like to mess with fans, you know. Um, cause she's changed. I mean, could, if we, if, if, if that scene ends up being like he runs up, she turns around, she's dark and she, you know, shoots him back or something like that. Then you'll be like, Oh dude. Yeah. She's changed. That's not Ray anymore yeah, or something like that. But I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it real quick. Um, there's so much though. Like I'm sure there's other stuff. Um, I haven't even seen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tons of stuff. Um, and uh, th- it's just th- the thing about it is, is we keep getting all these little like tidbits. John, you alluded to it earlier. It's like it's like one second, one second, one second, one second. And it's like when you add all this up, it's probably about I mean, absolute max, probably five minutes, maybe. 
in a two hour and 21 minute movie. <laughs> Wait, what That's do you mean right, two guys? hours, 20 minutes? I, I was told it was two hours and 35 minutes. What happened? Uh, you went on Reddit. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, the resistance no, broadcast was... is not offending anyone who likes reddit yeah we're going we're going full circle here jj was doing the gma run and all that and he says you know uh this was locked uh we're done with the movie it's finished all said done uh and the movie's two hours and 21 minutes john you want to talk a little bit about why it wasn't the runtime that you said <laughs> you're an idiot uh, <laughs> Why is it not the one you reported, John? Yeah, and this is the clip we're gonna like, like chop out and post on Twitter. Um, <laughs> That's not what I meant at all. I meant no, I as know, in I he know. said it one second ago. Right, right. Oh, I meant it like, how dare you lie to I, us, John? I, I said it. <laughs> I, I said it three TV spots ago. Times worth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what happens is a runtime will be revealed via theaters. So like a month or so ago when. Um, sites, including ours, were posting approximate runtime is two hours and 35 minutes, uh, potentially making it the longest Star Wars movie ever. That's because it became it came from real information. It came from movie theaters who need to be sent this information by the studios as uh, a window so that they can set their movie schedules so that they can sell the tickets for the movies. Obviously, the movie tickets went on sale, um, you know, a month and a half ago, whenever it was, mm-hmm. October, whatever, 15th or 14th, whatever it was. 21st. 21st, yeah. Duh. So, uh, they, they need that uh, window of approximation. So, J.J. Abrams and his team will be like, yeah, right now we're looking at, you know, two and a half hours, whatever. They send that to the theater chains. The theater chains are able to set up their schedules for the movie showings and whether it's, you know, the IMAX version or this, that, and the other. So, that's all established. They can sell their tickets ahead of time and so on. Then, obviously, he, you know, they still cut the movie and get it down. And it's all obviously going to be within close approximation of that. And your output is your final product, which obviously just finished about a week ago, which was, you know, six weeks after the theaters had to set up their timeframes and they found out their final cut is 221 still fits inside the timeframes. So the showings are still legit. And this happens with every movie. It's just you hear about it with Star Wars because Star Wars does the advanced ticket sales and make it a huge event. They release the trailer pomp and circumstance. Uh, theaters need this stuff in advance for all movies, especially big blockbusters that have like dozens of showings in dozens of different rooms in in your theaters. Um, So it's a pretty normal thing. I see people freaking out. Even reading from J.J. Abrams' mouth, the movie is two hours and 21 minutes. People are like, nope, that's wrong. It's two hours and 35 (laughs) minutes. I'm like, Jeffrey Jacob Abrams just told you this. He he's the guy who made the movie, and people are still like, "No, nah, not buying it." It's crazy, man. So now you got people saying, "Where's my 14 minutes?" They cut it. Blah blah blah. The truth is, is what I just said. Well, Lacey, do you <laughs> think that two hours and 21 minutes is an ample time to wrap up this nine movie saga? Yeah, I think that's plenty of time. I think it falls in the middle of. John put up all the different times because John likes to do that where he puts up all the different first words of each movie, the times of each movie, (laughs) just like all the things. Like if you want the full range of whatever blank fact is, John will give you all nine. Just follow him on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and he'll give it to you. Wow. But that that being said, I think that's ample time. Yes. But 
actually, JJ said more than just this time. I know everyone's harping on the time here, but he said more than that, including talking about more about Leia being in the movie and how much it meant to him for her to be in there and that she's real and actually in the movie and it doesn't feel like they pulled the scenes from random places. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I found the most interesting is what he told us about how a certain cast member left their script under their bed and it ended up on eBay for 65 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) What is going on? Spoiler alert, it was John Boyega. (laughs) What what is that like? Is that like 50 bucks? So a pound is about a dollar fifty-ish. Oh, okay. So you're looking at about hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks to know Maybe. the whole end of the Skywalker saga. Jeez, imagine JJ Abrams had so, to use his his eBay account to buy it. Yeah, but he, so they did get it back. They got it back. But the funniest yeah. thing is when John was confronted about it on GMA later. He was just like, yeah, even the mouse was calling me and was like, what have you done? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. JJ messages the seller. He's like, uh, can I get photos of the product? Uh, can you? For uh, anybody. Okay. But- <laughs> Positive <laughs> rating. That didn't follow that story. Yeah. He, I guess he, he had planned. He was like, well, I got to do this tonight, but I'm just going to shove this under my bed and then I'll mm-hmm. put it away in the morning. And right. then for whatever reason, like he went a couple days without doing it and, uh, then a cleaner came in, found it, and then she gave it to somebody else. Uh, and for for whatever reason, she gave it away, and then that person was the person that put it on eBay for like the short, the small amount of money or whatever. And even from this story, there are people, you know, on Reddit, like we were talking about before, that are leaking things, and people are like, oh, "That's the person that had the script." Like, all of this makes sense. And it's even gone as far as people saying that John Boyega is that person on Reddit leaking things. No, I'm not joking. Yeah. (laughs) These people. (laughs) Guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) That's not a joke John John Boyega is like thinking to himself. He's like, let's see. Future, strong future, making potentially more movies with millions Disney and Lucasfilm, making millions of dollars, Reddit street cred. Yeah. Give me those upvotes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which one? It's yeah, called exactly. karma, John, and it's important. <laughs> Holy moly, man. Mind even, boggling. Yeah. That is mind boggling that anyone would think you know, that it was an actual cast member being like, yeah, I'll just risk my entire career. J- yeah. yeah. Th- James, you know what's funny no, about more that? more than your career because... If that was the case, Legal, Disney yeah. would sue you to to like to a point where you would never be able to like make that money back you know? or go to jail. Right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah um, I don't really know exactly what would happen legally, but yeah. James, what's funny? What's funny about you bringing that up with the whole like, then they give it to this person and blah blah blah. That's that's actually you know you you know the old interview is what happened with the original Star Wars script from Mark Hamill like he, he would just give it to his, friends, to his yeah. like sister or friends and they'd be like <laughs> hey check out this new movie Mark's going to be doing so maybe it's just one of those things that like we had to come full circle and now we have actors once again being like <laughs> Mark Hamill's the leaker Mark Hamill <laughs> broke into the hotel room took it yeah. and went on eBay yeah actually the eBay account was Millie's dad so that very well could be Mark <laughs> Hamill his dog's name is Millie so I just made that up don't look that up <laughs> um, it was funny Mark Hamill did tweet he was like best part of this AMA spot is this second and it was the second after me 
It was the dog, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a it was like right. Millie cameo or something, and then like I went to the clip and I was like, wait a second, I'm like right about I'm right before it. <laughs> James, you made the cut before the dog. Good job, man. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, last thing that uh, we should probably talk about, just a quick mention before, because we got we got a lot to do on the show, and we got to get through it. Um, the Mandalorian has officially topped Stranger Things as the most in demand streaming service uh, program. Um, most of these streaming services are, are like holding all their, their information. So there's not really a good way to tell. So this company has put together kind of a system that's just like, we're looking at what's out there in social and trying to determine what it, what is the most in demand show. So, um, I know I just kind of explain it. What do you guys think about, uh, you think that's an accurate way to do it? And do you think that, uh, that it's good news for the Mandalorian? John. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how they track this stuff or what's legit. I don't think they know how to track it yet. Yeah. So it could be one of those things where they're like, let's get the good metrics out of this um, data tracking and promote that. But there could also be other ones like length of watch time. Like we check on even on YouTube and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it's good news. Anytime you put anything up against Stranger Things, which is like the Beatles of streaming shows right now. Um, I mean, I, I didn't even write. It's funny. I was trying to troll on Stranger Things fans because I wrote the, the the headline for this article. So I wrote, The Mandalorian sends Stranger Things to the upside down to take top spot as most intimate <laughs> streaming oh. show. Um, I, I think it's great because Stranger Things, I guess Netflix has a more um, direct way of saying this was our most streamed show on our service. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that, which is, well, yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> or most watched it upon release or whatever. Right. That's Netflix saying out of all of our programming, this is the one show of streaming shows that had the top spot. So then you could say Mandalorian beat uh, anything that was uh, on Netflix, if it beat Stranger Things, uh, in terms of um, in demand, so I it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out because oh, there's always the newness factor. Anytime there's something new, mm-hmm. people like Disney Plus, it's new. I'm gonna check it out. I'm curious to see how like season two does or like Kenobi. Once Disney Plus has been out for a while, um, see what happens. But also to its credit, there may also be a lot of people who are waiting to get the streaming service till the holidays. Uh, so it may get a boost there. So it's too early to tell, but I'm happy to see it because anytime you get tangible proof that shows a good Star Wars product is doing well, it it's a big it's a critical hit to people who are just trying to throw hearsay that um, it isn't doing well. So I I like that data proving uh, facts and stuff like that. Lacey, anything to add to that? I mean, not really. It's pretty straightforward. Mandalorian is the most. Lacey, do you like John Favreau? I love John Favreau. Thank you for asking. Um, I love Stranger Things too, but I love Star Wars more. So I'm pumped that it beats Stranger Things. And I'm sure James is pumped because I heard he gets in quite a lot of fights with Millie Potter. <laughs> oh yeah, mm, boy. You know, I uh, I tell this story all the time, but whatever. Um, when I was walking into the theater for the Last Jedi premiere, I held the door open for uh, Dustin, the curly-haired kid. Oh, nice. He was with his mom. That's cute. Aww. He was like, Mom, Mom, this guy's holding the door. Let's go. I'm like, let's go, lady. 
send send both y'all to the upside down you won't be seeing this movie in two seconds john is sending everyone Um, to the upside down i'm the demogorgon i'm the demogorgon (laughs) well i'm sending everybody to the scoundrels rundown oh okay i'm still z captain one two three punch it punch Punch it. it well done guys all right, Scoundrels Rundown, we're back. Uh, so at the beginning of the show, we made some pretty awesome announcements, including the most awkward announcement I've ever made in my life. Handled it terribly. Hope you appreciate the candidness of it. Such a good opportunity. <laughs> I'm. It's not that I'm not excited, because when I was told, I actually cried. But yeah, it's still unbelievable to me. John's, this is his second time, so he's all like, he's a veteran now. Me, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do with my hands. All right, so anyway, but we also have a big announcement for you guys because if you are an old school TRB fan, like I'm talking before the good person came to the show, like before that. No, we did it after I joined. Oh, yeah, we did it for solo. (laughs) Definitely after I joined. Never mind. Scratch that. Ignore. I mean, I'm still the best part of the show, but that being said. I uh, can't wait for the comments. I agree. <laughs> at at 38.47, Lacey's the best part. Uh, but if you're new to the resistance, we do this new con- We do this contest every single time we have a big Star Wars movie. So we are doing, which I'm giving props to John because this is a great name, the prize of Skywalker movie challenge. So how it works is we're going to post a link to a quiz you take the quiz during the time period that is specified. Whoever has the most correct answers is entered into a raffle to win a bundle of really cool stuff. So some of that stuff includes a John the, Boy. Wait, real quick. The quiz yes. is what you think is going to happen, and we will grade it after the movie is seen by everybody. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, it's not just like, what's the name of the co-pilot in the Millennium Falcon? It's like... Do you think Kylo Ren's going to die, yes or no? Mm-hmm. And if he dies in the movie, you got it right. Correct. You know? And yeah. as a reminder, yeah. I won of the three of us for the solo challenge. I just <laughs> wanted to get that back in there because I'm the best part of the show. So, Okay, so prize, prizes. One, you get a John Boyega autograph photo of Finn. Super cool. Hey. Two, you get a TRB Supreme Leader Kylo Ren t-shirt. I'm wearing it right now. Uh, well done. Any color you want. I didn't plan that, actually. It's just luck. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> luck of the laundry pile. That. <laughs> I'm wearing our best-selling t-shirt of all time. Nice. Well, James designed this, and you get to pick a color, and we'll send Design it to you. Too. Yeah. Uh, you get a Rise of Skywalker Ray Funko Pop. You get a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Black Series Sith Trooper. So that's the special edition one with the really cool box with all the little um, weapons and little drawers. It's super cool. I have a review of it coming soon on our Patreon. Um, A copy of the Rise of Skywalker on Blu-ray when it comes out. A Rise of Skywalker Millennium Falcon kit from Bandai, which was donated by Bluefin Brands. They're the people that distribute uh, Japanese toys here in America. So really, really cool. And then you oh, I need a Goku from them. <laughs> okay, I'll let them know. Uh, Good. And then, last but not least, you get a copy of Jedi Fallen Order 
donated from the awesome Star Wars Explained. Hey, Alex thanks, Alex hey. and Molly. So all of that could be yours, and you get so, bragging rights. So to be clear, we can't enter it, right? You always ask that. No, John, you can't, no, I know, you no. can't enter it. So they, they guess what's going to happen based on our questions, and the person with the highest score wins, but if there's a tiebreaker, we do a little rando selecto. For the high, like out of the high score people. That's why I said you get the most right, you get entered into a raffle to then. Right. Unless there's just the one yeah. winner. What if one person. Then you are. The special. <laughs> the best person of yeah. the prize of Skywalker. How good is that? That's such a good name. It's such a good name. What is? The prize of Skywalker. It is, isn't it? This is a super long Could have been the surprise. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry, Lacey. I forgot this is the rundown. No, this is my bad. I am rambling tonight. Okay. So speaking of Star Wars Explained, if you haven't yet, make sure to watch and listen to the Mando Fan Show from this past Friday, where Alex and Molly joined us to talk about Chapter 4 of The Mandalorian. Um, And then make sure to keep collecting the Mando code numbers, um, and you could enter to win the Boba Fett Black Series Electronic Helmet, which I was like, what? We're giving this away? Where are we getting this money from? (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool, guys. It's really, really cool. Um, And then make sure to join us this coming Friday, the Mando Fan Show, where we will have DJ Elliot, who is the host and DJ for Star Wars Celebration and also Disney Parks. And we're really excited to talk about Chapter 5 with him. And make sure to tweet along with Mando Fando. And that's it. So as usual, we're going to go to John who's going to do Ask the Resistance. So, Chewy, is he ready? Get us out of here. <laughs> James puts the real sound effect up. So Yeah, um, yeah I'm excited uh, about the Prize of Skywalker. Uh, you can use hashtag the Prize of Skywalker if you want. Um, just remember, we came up with that. Um, <laughs> no, just you, John. And uh, yeah, this is this is so cool. And then the Mando Code too. If you guys haven't watched the Mando Fan Show yet, um, every Friday we've been posting. But you can catch up on it if you're just like finding your way to watching the Mandalorian. Catch on up at on uh, our, our podcast feed or the Star Wars News at YouTube channel. Um, we have a great time. We have a lot of cool guests uh, coming up on that too. Um, like we said, I'm excited to talk about Elliot. He's been uh, he's been on the podcast before. Good times. Um, All right, but now it is time to hear from you guys, as Lacey said. Ask the Resistance time. I've been wondering, what are midi-chlorians? So we're going to start off with Lacey. Why not? That's because I'm the best part of the show. Oh, boy. If you have to say it. I'm seeing how many times I can get in there before (laughs) you tell me to stop. I mean, we're going to get a lot of comments on YouTube now, which is great. So that's good. Um, I love all of you. So uh, the first question. Are you ready? I yeah. Go. Okay. Uh, comes from Scott Gibson at Scott uh, Gibby. Scott Gibby and Scott said, with the recent interviews with Oscar Isaac and John Boyega, as well as Resistance Reborn, what are your thoughts on Finn Poe uh, happening in the Rise of Skywalker? So that's a, a shipping thing, relationship thing, right? Finn Poe. Storm pilot, yeah. Storm pilot, um, kind of like the a Raylo, similar type of thing, right? Benefer. Bannikin. Um, what? Yeah. Brangelina. 
All right. Anyway, uh, so Scott says, I think their chemistry is undeniable and both actors seem to agree with that. So Lacey, um, Finn Poe or Storm Pilot? What is it happening in The Rise of Skywalker? So I'm definitely a Storm Pilot. I like that name better. That's like Mm -hmm. early on shipping Storm Pilots turned into Finn Poe. Hi, Scott. Hope everything is good. Um, I think that this could happen. I think that they have been hinting at it. I think that the actors are really into it. I think Oscar and John super play it up. Like John this past week posted that video about him and Oscar going to the premiere together and he's writing him like love notes, like Ken Burns style with like the writing over the screen. And Uh um, I think they really love it. Um, You know, they were signing uh, this girl, Maddie. She had a poster that said Finpo is Endgame and um, they signed it for her. Both of them did. So... I think they like the attention. They like that fans want it to happen. I think it definitely could happen. Um, I would like to see it happen. I would. I think it would be cool. I'm for it. So, yes. All right. Yeah, I'm I am curious to see what they do with it. Uh, I would think it may be too late to start it. It would be nice to start with that and not if like they started go into the it, third I- movie with it. Yeah, I think some people will be blindsided by it, like who didn't see it that way, be like, wait, what? But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but I told you we'd answer that question, Scott. You sent it twice. <laughs> I saw it both times. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, next one, James. This is from Len Brown, uh, still a nauseous gamer, according to his Twitter <laughs> profile. So Len, um, when you're not uh, being nauseous, you send questions. And you said, could Tiny... A.K.A. This is not Yoda, A.K.A. The Child. We all know him by now. Uh, be playing possum with Mando, similar to how Yoda did with Luke in The Empire Strikes Back, acting childish just to survive or to see how Mando would react to him. So is he acting a baby or or and, and just playing some wait and see tricks on Mando? Or what do you think? Um, it's not a bad question. I think the thing that would throw me off the most is if there was a reveal, then I think that, uh, you know, Tiny would have to talk in full sentences. And I just don't think they're prepared for, like, a full-on voice. I think they want to keep it at, like, if there are words, the short words, um, you know, high voice, like, similar to what we're hearing out of the cooing. And I just don't think it would work, um, you know, with them being like, I've actually been watching you this whole time and I'm really smart and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I just think it would pull the illusion away and be like, somebody's just dubbing over this puppet, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just don't think it would work. Um, So I'm just going to, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say, I just think that biologically, um, if a creature were to live 900 years, I just think they'd still be kind of in this phase, even though 50 years has passed. I don't think it's like 50 Earth years has passed for them. You know, I don't think they're a 50 year old, you know, full fledged being. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's a weird way sure. to say it. It's still not coming out right, but I think you know what I'm trying to say. I still yeah. think it is like a baby to a degree. Yeah, um, and he's gonna have to grow up fast because. Yoda started training Jedi when he was a hundred, right? So, yeah. The, I also mm-hmm. said too that it was smarter than he he looks, or something yes, along those lines. Right. So we'll we'll see yeah. where it goes. But I don't I don't think it's a I don't think it's a uh, smoke and mirrors thing. All right, right on. 
Thank you, Len. Appreciate that. Um, this next one is from Anthony Goodman at Ant Goodman. So close, buddy. Unless you go by Ant. I don't know. But either way, um, <laughs> you asked, what are the chances that the forest mountainous planet in the Rise of Skywalker trailer is actually Batu? Why build Galaxy's Edge if it only connects to a few books and comics, which I love, but most fans aren't going to read? I do not think that Batu is going to be in the Rise of Skywalker um, for a few reasons. The first... Uh, this park had been being planned for years and years and years. Uh, they probably had the framework for it. Um, I know, you know, George Lucas uh, was a little bit involved in giving his blessing and ideas and that sort of thing. Well before, uh, even probably as, uh, you know, the movies were starting to get getting back into production and well before J.J. got involved to come back to episode nine. Um, so it doesn't make sense for me for them, for Disney parks, which is completely different from movie productions, to be like, JJ, you have to incorporate this planet into your movie. I don't think that works that way. Um, I think Batu's existence does have books and comics and stuff like that, but I think that is to sell books and comics about the theme park more than anything um, and uh, telling those types of stories. But I think they wanted to just do a canon planet to be able to make it immer an immersed experience for fans. It's a new, innovative way to do things, and I think it's going well. I think fans love that experience. I do think they'll tailor the park to events that happen after the Rise of Skywalker, and they'll keep updating the planet itself based on how the story goes, but it doesn't go the other way. I don't think Batu's going to be involved in the movie. Uh, maybe in future stuff, but for Episode Nine, I don't think they're going to go there. I think that would also be kind of a bad look almost like they're trying to put a commercial for their theme park in the final skywalker saga movie and i don't think that would sit well even with the die hardest of fans so i don't think we're getting bought to in episode nine um so i hope that answered your question um and now guys all of us real quickly final question sean santa rude at rude cold sean said wanted to get your thoughts on season two of star wars resistance as not much has been said about it so far i feel it's mainly been filler episodes but interesting to see the new first order raiders in the latest episode and them confirming that kylo ren is after ancient sith artifacts um i'm not up to date i'm still like two episodes behind james are you up to date on this show nope haven't even started it <laughs> lacy yeah. Nope. So, I Sorry. Mean, that, that, I forgot about audio people for a second. No, I'm embarrassed. I'm so far behind, guys. There's so yeah. much content. I can't yeah. keep up. I so maybe Sean, you can answer it for us. Um I have I heard I'm two episodes behind. Um, but I do agree. It's been kind of fillerish, and it seems like you know, this season should be called like the search for fuel. Because I feel like every episode they're just trying to find new fuel and and, and the first order is showing up and pirates are showing up. I feel mm -hmm. like that's been a lot of the resistance lately. Now, where it goes, I'm not sure. I feel like a little bit of the shine kind of came off the apple in the show when they were like, season two is done. I felt like anyone who was going on the journey for the the ride of this show and like hoping it was going to be like a Rebels thing where it's building up more and more and going to more seasons, heard their ending it was season two and, and may have tapped out a bit. Plus, there's so much going on with Mandalorian and the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Clone Wars is coming up. It may have gotten a little lost in the sauce, to be honest. And uh, right now, only season one's on Disney+, Plus, so you don't have that connectivity. You still have to go find the app. You still have to watch it at 10 o'clock on Disney. They're kind of It's kind of buried right now, to be honest, but... So, I, yeah, I apologize. I You know, it's just... I didn't know that all of us haven't been up to date. So, I mean, that's yeah, telling to, in to itself, To be clear, the reason I'm not doing it is because nobody's talking about it i will watch it 
But the thing about it is, I was like, Mandalorian was coming out. That's kind of first and foremost kind of a thing. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order, and everybody was talking about that. It was mm-hmm. like, I felt like I was almost inescapable. I was going to see leaks. I was going to see people discussing the ending because people were flying through it. And I'm like, there's like hours and hours and hours to this thing. I'm trying to push through it as best I can. And the sacrifice there was resistance because nobody was talking about it. And that sucks because I like that show and I like all those things. And I feel like it's very important that we're talking about it. And at the same time, here we are in a position where I'm like, but nobody's talking about it. There's no urgency to do like episode reactions or like discussions where like, Oh, did you see what happened in the latest thing? It, it just seems like it's it, super hard to know, watch. I'm going to be honest. Come back later. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to watch. Yeah. Cause it's like not on the app or anything. It's like oh, on the oh, Disney you, channel yeah. and no, you just have to just, buy it. Yeah. That's the only way that I find they make well, it. I think you could still watch it on Disney now app, but no, you have to, you have, you have to, you log have, in. to have cable. That's what I'm saying. You have to log in with your cable provider to watch it on the Disney now app. Too much work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's too, so too Lacey. You, that's Lacey, you you didn't watch all of season one either, right? No. It was too or hard like, to watch. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm that person that's like, oh, I have to go through seven hoops to watch this. No, and that's 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 understandable and that's fine. Like it's not mm. gonna be one of those things where everyone's I mean, obviously not everyone's watching this show. Um, but it's I'll one watch of it once where, it's all on Disney Plus, probably. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are gonna do. To be honest, it'll be you can put it on, stream it, even just like slam through like in an hour, four episodes, and and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I could definitely see that happening, and I think if it ends in say April or May, it'll probably pop on Disney Plus either immediately or in like summer, and sure. they'll probably still release it on DVD. Again, they only released the show on DVD, not even Blu-ray, um, season one. So, um, yeah, sorry, Sean, um, we don't have a better answer for that, but um, that's it. All right, <laughs> all right, guys, that brings us to the end of the show. I want to thank everyone for watching and listening. If you are new to the Resistance broadcast, if you found us via uh, all different ways, uh, welcome. If you found us via the Mando Fan Show somehow. Uh, that'd be a weird backwards way of meeting us, but how are you? Uh, make sure you are subscribed to us on uh, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. Um, we're pretty much popping up everywhere. So wherever you prefer to take in the show, make sure you're subscribed because we have two shows a week every Monday and Thursday. Also, the Mando Fan Show on Fridays. And if you want, if you aren't sick of us from that, <laughs> you can head to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We have new content going up there pretty much every day. The The Force Awakens commentary is going up this week. Uh, we finally got that out to you. We're getting close to doing another one, uh, hitting another goal. So we can't thank you guys enough for all your support. Uh, Lacey's been killing it, putting out all this content for us. We hope you're digging the new look of the page. James helped with all those graphics. And uh, it's full speed ahead. And uh, just when you think content's going to be slowing down for Star Wars, we're just getting rolling here because we have a lot of plans leading up to Star Wars Celebration in August. So 2020 is going to be a big year for us. And you are uh, a main um, part of that. So we appreciate that very much. And I do have to say a special thank you to our Patreon generals, Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Provis, John Reese, J.G. Carr, Seth Kime, and Val Trichkoff. And I do want to say one more very special thank you to Val Trichkoff of Star Wars Newsnet. 
runs the site, doesn't want any attention, but so selfless and and giving us these opportunities that Disney invited us to, uh, to to attend these um, press conferences and the world premiere. So uh, thank you again, Val. Uh, you are the best, and we appreciate it very very much. Um, all right. So oh, last thing, Be, just because it is sale time, T Public I think is constantly having rotating sales through like pretty much all of December. So if you do want to get like a make solo Two happen t-shirt Supreme leader or any of our designs, we have like 35 different designs. James made pretty much all of them. Um, go to tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast and pick them up. And, uh, I do advise you getting a make solo Two happen t-shirt, especially for next summer, but we'll get uh, into more of that later. Uh, but that's it. So you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at star Wars news net. James, how about you, man? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Right, Lacey. Before I tell you where, I just want to thank everyone again for supporting us because we don't get to do cool stuff without your support. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, and make sure you're following James this week because you don't want to miss anything. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. Nice. All right, guys, that about does it. Uh, we will be back with you on Thursday where we are going to talk about the potential of time jumps in uh, The Rise of Skywalker, and we're going to have a Patreon pod race and do uh, some some fun discussing of all things Star Wars. So enjoy your weeks. Uh, we hope we made your Monday after the holiday a little easier, and we'll see you on Thursday morning right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. Bye.